Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Fellas, 2020 has made it hard for us to stay as hygienic as we should be. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped have made it easy to turn your bathroom into your own private dong salon. Manscaped is on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products, and they've just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with the advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. The waterproof technology also allows you to groom in the shower and up for 90 minutes. They just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Their perfect package comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to complete your ball trimming routine. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know your disco stick is in good hands. You're probably sitting on the couch with your hand on your balls anyway, so you might as well keep them smelling fresh with the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant designed to defend against below-the-waist odors. When that summer humidity hits, I use this to keep my balls from sticking to my leg. Their foot duster foot deodorant is so good it can even reduce the odors to the dirtiest of feet. Use the code TRT at checkout and get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Basically, all I'm saying is if you love your package, all you have to do is go to their website, hit a few buttons on your phone, and it'll change your life. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community, host of All Things Testosterone. I've got Ian and Eric here again. Hello, fellas. Hello, Brandon. What up? And today we are talking about CBD oil, floating in salt, and Dutch testosterone or hormone testing. So I asked... uh, I asked on Instagram, you know, what people wanted us to touch on, and this was one of them. The Dutch test was something I had never heard of before. But before we get to that, um, a few weeks ago, man, has it been like three or four weeks now? Me and you, yeah, I think three weeks ago, yeah. met up around the corner from my house and floated in a slippery, lukewarm bathtub of. Did you almost die in the shower? Like before you even got in there, like I turned on the shit. Well, sorry, I'm jumping no, away. No, no, no. Go ahead. What? What about the shower? Almost killed you. Like slipping and dying. Like almost no, slipped and died. No, I didn't almost slip and die. So let. So let's paint this picture. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so we walk into this. Um, I don't know CBD oil selling facility, and uh, American Shaman. Is that yep. what it's called? Yep. Um, Walk into it, and you know you're greeted by a, a young hippie that's like, "Hey, you know, welcome to American Shaman." Did you have to walk through a door of beads? No door of beads yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just a typical glass door. <laughs> but you walk in, and the hippie's like, "What can I do for you?" And oh, I've got an appointment. Can I get you an oat milk latte? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some infused water? And then over on the, the right side of the store, they've got these like jars of what looks like something that would be in Snoop Dogg's house. You know, it's. I I had to check. Like I'm like, is this is this chronic for sure? Like, and I guess it was just hemp. It looks like weed, but it's just hemp, mm. whatever that you smoke, and it's gives you the CBD or whatever. So you go back into your little waiting room that looks like a large tanning booth <laughs> room, whatever, but yes. it's got a shower in it. So you, you, probably what it used to be. It probably is honestly. 
So you take a shower. You almost slip and die because <laughs> salt water is super slippery. It's like almost slimy. And gross. Yeah. Take a shower. And then you open this door that looks like a bomb shelter, right? Mm, yeah. And you walk into this, I don't know, 13 inches of water. I think it was 11. Okay. 11 inches of water bathtub. And it's like, Please there's count. no way I'm going to float in this shallow water. But it's got something like 4,000 pounds of Epsom salt in it. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah. So you shut the door behind you. It, there's can you can control the lights and the music volume from the inside and you shut the lights off and you turn the music up a little bit and then you lay and float in this salt water solution for we did 30 minutes yeah you get a little neck pillow so that keeps your head out of the water i didn't get that it was on the door no i didn't get a neck pillow. <laughs> it was on the door it was literally like she it was like the door that you enter like on the inside on of the, the inside of the door didn't see it and no. you put it around your nope. neck and it helps keep your face out of work because you definitely don't want to get it in your eyes. Well, I, <laughs> Brandon the entire time is just like his eyes his are neck. burning. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. The water is so dense that like I floated effort. Like, it was hard to even push your hands down yes. intentionally. I mean, it was super dense water. However, I definitely got it in my eyes, but oh. only from like wiping. <laughs> Did you have to use the spray bottle? No, not no. while I was in there, but like after I got out, I'd like wiped my eyes and there's clearly salt there. But yeah, I didn't know there was a neck pillow. So I used the earplugs, which didn't work. I had salt in my ears for weeks. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So you float there and you're supposed to just kind of relax and the It's like a sensory deprivation. Exactly. exactly what the yeah. idea is. Yeah. yeah. So and a zero so, gravity effect. So what what is uh like what are what are the feelings that you have? 30 60 90 minutes afterwards do you have does it help you a day after a week after like what's the what's the therapeutic effect and and what's the duration on that so during the experience during? i just thought during 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 the experience <laughs> i just kind of felt like this is weird i'm not gonna be able to relax in here uh and about the last three minutes i actually fell asleep wow as soon as i got out i felt invigorated i took a shower again I uh, got dressed. Ian was waiting. We had to share the same bath water. You have to feel invigorated to shower? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we shared the same bath water, so I went out, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, I feel energized. I feel good. And I felt that way for probably a couple of days, I guess. I think, it, yeah, for me, it had a lasting effect for a few days. It, on a, Almost immediately, I had a lot of tension in my back, lower back, upper back, neck, and it was completely dissipated gone. because sank into the salt <laughs> because there's no outside forces outside forces exerting itself on your exerting itself on your body at all and so your muscles can just let go and you there's no tension in your body at all the whole time which there's probably immense health benefits for that kind of like something like that yeah um where your body's not under any kind of stress you're kind of concentrating on your breathing because it was a little like dense humidity in there. Yeah. So you're trying to like, it, it wasn't easy, really easy to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually spent a lot of time focusing on that. Yeah. So it was slightly cool water. It wasn't really even warm, but the air was very heavy. Yeah. So I laid there and did I thought. Did you go blackout? Yeah, okay. I did. And I laid there and I just, I kept thinking, you know, I have to focus on my breathing. I feel like I'm on top of a mountain right now. And I kind of felt like it was just a silly experience until I fell asleep and woke up, and then I felt great. 
Yeah. It's something I would do again for a longer duration. Yeah. But at the time, I just felt like it was dumb, I guess. Would you do it again? Yeah, I think so. I and I would do an hour. I don't think I could stay in there for an hour and a half. But I would try an hour just because the After Effects felt nice. And did you get any sort of physical issues from being in the salt and like messing with impurities and all that? I didn't either. No. Shaking your head because no. this is a television program. Hi. Yes. No. The answer is no. Um, no, I just drank a lot of water, like they said, and I was fine. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh, does it, uh, because it's such high in salt, does it pull water from your... Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I guess it could be dangerous if you go in there dehydrated. Um, but any time, it's like a, a detox in a sense, I guess, yeah. because it would pull... Like after people get massages, sometimes they can get sick because you're like messing around with releasing impurities and everything into your body. And it's kind of the same effect. Like you can get sure. an upset stomach from it, but I didn't have any symptoms of it. I just, I enjoyed the after effects during it. Just, it felt silly and you're, it was so slimy. Like, yeah, it was really, slimy. I don't like things on my hands, like uh, lotion or suntan sunscreen or anything like that, or even food. You know, I don't like to eat ribs because I don't want barbecue sauce all over <laughs> But this was the whole time I'm focused. I'm like rubbing my fingers together and it was just really slippery and felt like I had stuff on me that I couldn't get off. But it was all right. Would you do it again? Yes. Yeah. I I don't know if I'd go. I don't know if I'd go a full hour. Not sure. Was this a TRT sponsored event? No, no. It was just something that somebody that followed the TRT community on Instagram or something. And I noticed them and I was like, hey, that looks kind of different. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, I've heard about it for for a while, and I think a lot of athletes do it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like I think I've heard like LeBron James and people like that. Like I've heard them doing that kind of stuff. I don't think you could fit in this one because it wasn't very. It was smaller than I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like a small swimming pool. Did you say I wouldn't be able to, or he? No, LeBron wouldn't be able to. Oh, I was going to say, dude, I've lost a little bit of weight. (laughs) No, not you fit just fine, LeBron, because it was just like a. It was just a little bit bigger than this table. Maybe, maybe a little wider. Wow. I mean, I fit in there without bumping the sides, any of the sides really. So it's probably eight, seven feet, eight feet long, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And just a little bit wider than and a not big super bathtub. deep. No. Le- like 11 inches of water. Less than yeah. bath, like bathtub water. But or you're less. like floating on top it's of crazy. it. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 And when the lights go out and you have the earplug, well, we had the little ambient music playing. Music like you would hear if you're getting a massage or something like that. Oh, like Enya? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Sail away, yeah. sail away, sail away. Kind of brings you down. But yeah, I would do it again. It was awesome. And it was only 25 bucks. Yeah. Which was nice. That's so. That seems really inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, because you're, you're going to pay $50, $60, $70 for an hour massage. Yeah, right. I would rather... And I've only had one professional massage in my life in Mexico with Ian, not yes, massaged at the same time. Ian was in Mexico. <laughs> and they Mexico tried to sell you a timeshare at the same time. And they kept grazing my testicles, which I thought was weird. <laughs> but I, so one massage, but I would rather have a massage than uh, do the salt float, I think. Yeah. My wife does uh, hand and stone. Uh, we use our HSA and it literally comes out every month and it literally is like just like a membership type thing. It's like fifty bucks a month. Is that the hot stone treatment, or is that a you can pay extra for the hot stone and and whatnot? I so uh, just because they shut down during COVID, um, she uh, she actually had like four or five of them that had like kind of banked because fortunately it's not a use it or lose it type thing. So she was able to gift one to me, 
So I actually went and uh, the lady, <clears throat> I'd never been there before. And she's like, uh, she's telling me about the hot, the hot pink Himalayan rock stones, whatever. And she's like, would you like to do it? And I was like, no, not today. But I had some like stiffness in my lower back and maybe like 10 or 15 minutes into the massage, she says, hey, between me and you, you really need this. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And she still used like the hot stones, but I didn't get charged for it. Nice. So How were they? It was nice. Uh, it was kind of different, right? Like when you're talking about like the slippery, it definitely had that feeling because they were like the pink Himalayan like salt rocks or whatever. Yeah. Definitely had that feeling. Which, granted, I think it was also just because, you know, they're using like the massage therapist oils or whatever. So I'm sure that's all over the place too. But yeah, yeah, I definitely think there's something to, uh, you know, my wife and I have talked about this before. She used to go see a chiropractor all the time. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just go get massages now. And I think it's just one of those like one or the other type things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think it's like just the constant maintenance of just keeping everything limber and, and moving. So. Yeah. I've always had a a fear of uh, three th three things other than spiders. Um, getting involved in watching college football, getting involved in getting massages, and going to the chiropractor because those are things that if I went to a chiropractor and got adjusted, I don't feel bad on a day to day basis physically. Um, but I I'm afraid it would be something that I would then feel the need to do. You can never stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And massage is kind of the same thing. Well, and you know. <clears throat> chiropractor to me is so funny because they're a doctor. You can't say it, but I'm using air quotes. <laughs> um, but it's funny to me because like if I go to Kevin, right, he's going to treat me and then he's not going to see me for three or four months. Whereas a chiropractor is, uh, they want to see me on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I feel like there's a little bit of a, my service, I, I don't know. It, it's a thin line of my services are kind of questionable, but also like I'm trying to just sell you because like that's how I keep my business going is having people coming back. And, yeah. Hey, you know that that kink in your neck, the, really the best way to get rid of it long term is to come back three or four times. I'll see you next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've always kind of tried to stay away from. And I would, I'm curious to try it. I've never been adjusted, but I'm curious to give it a shot but I don't want to have to continue to do it <laughs> or feel terrible if I yeah. don't like a drug addiction. I'm really into that. So we also um, kind of along the same topic, we tried another CBD oil recently and we've tried, we've tried them in the past and didn't establish any kind of relationship with the company. But this one, did you, were you in on the, the last one? So this one is called. I don't even know what. Like I, I know of CBD oil. Yeah. I could not tell you what the benefits of it are. Like I've heard people that say, like, well, my kids are on the autism spectrum, mm -hmm. and I'm going to give them a low dose of that because it helps mellow them out. Yeah. Right. It helps them focus a little bit. Like I've heard of so many different scenarios, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like I I know next to nothing about right. CBD oil. And I'm the exact same way. The girl at the hippie shop was talking to somebody before me about full spectrum and what it half what I don't Broad know. Broad spectrum. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. I don't know anything about it. But, you know, we've been approached and been sent stuff and tried it and I've never experienced any benefit from it in the past, but uh we got our hands on some clearly Kana recently and I don't know about you and I don't 
consider myself to be someone that has symptoms that need relief from CBD oil, but I slept like I haven't slept in years. It was, it's insane. I, yeah, I've also seen benefits from, I take it 30 minutes to an hour before bedtime. And, um, for me, if it, if it improves my sleep and then other, it had the, from that has other after effects. So I told Brandon, like, that's worth it for me. Like if my sleep is improved on it, like, because I'm not, it mellows me out, my anxiety lowers, whatever, it, whatever it might be doing in that, um, then that's worth it for me. And I have, I have it getting good sleep. I do, I do about 0. 0.75 mil every night, which is about, I think about 25 milligrams. Do you do that intermuscular or sub Q? Sublingual, Sublingual, if you will. Right. Under the tongue and the blend that I have tastes like pot. So <laughs> just like weed. I have the blend that that's mint flavored and it really, it's the, if, you're describing that way. It's the better one because it's it doesn't taste like that at all. It really doesn't taste. I can't even hardly taste the weed taste at all. Like I, it's mint. I mean, it's not a strong mint either. Yeah. It's just the subtle. The flavor I got was citrus. But whenever you know how when you breathe out after you take something, you can smell <laughs> the flavor almost. I guess it smells like pot for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably the hemp. I don't know what it is. It doesn't have THC in it. It's not pot, but it tastes like. It's right. like weed. Right. Yeah, and you just keep it under your tongue for a minute or two, and then you swallow it. I'm I'm interested to see, because there are a lot of guys in the Facebook group that do take CBD and do have a lot of symptoms that they get relief from. When I say that it improved my sleep, I don't even think that my sleep was bad before. It just made it yeah, better. better. I'm curious to see if it benefits the people like how they like it, what their experience is. Do with you it. use a CPAP? I don't. I don't. I'm kind of. I, I. I. I bet I probably should get that checked out. Get a sleep test. Didn't you? We've talked about it. no. I. Well, okay. Yes, we did. A couple. Like remember, I told you about. I did an. At, it was an at-home sleep test. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then they. That's called just like me. the oximeter, right? Like where it just. Or did you do the one like with the nose and? No, it was like a. I think it was like a camera. Like, like a GoPro a, mounted to your forehead, basically, yeah. <laughs> and they were fitting me for they fitted me for a mouthpiece, and the mouthpiece was supposed to help with like snoring or sleep apnea. And they said, "Oh, you don't based on the sleep test, you don't have sleep apnea. The mouthpiece will be a thousand dollars." So it's like, eh. And then if you did, if you got diagnosed with it, the mouthpiece was covered by your insurance. Did you have your sleep study done, Eric, in person? Uh, so I had an oximetry test done in Utah when I still lived in Utah. So this is back in like 2017. And then when we moved to Texas, um, at the end of 2019, uh, my wife and I had both hit our deductible and, uh, I was like, okay, I'm just going balls to the wall. Like everything that I can get in, like I'm, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I'm doing it. So I went, I found a, a sleep doctor in Carrollton. Uh, and I went to them and, uh, they said, okay, we'll do like the overnight test. Cause I told them about my oximetry test that I had had in Utah. And I said, they said that my oxy, my oxygen levels dip and, and this, that, and the other. And they said, okay, well, we'll go ahead and do the, the at home. And it was basically just like a little, uh, like nose tube, right. That wraps around the ears and everything. And then I had something that wrapped around my chest 
to kind of measure like my breathing. And then I had something that measured my oximetry again on my finger. Um, and so he said, based on the, based on the results, um, it's, it's pretty clear that you have sleep apnea. It's not severe. It was like seven or eight apneas. Um, whereas I've heard of people having like 40, 50, 60 an hour. Um, he's like, it's not severe, but we can get you set up. Uh, he said, uh, we'll go ahead and do an in, in house study. We'll get you on your machine. So that way we can get your, your, uh, centimeters of uh water pressure set and this that and the other they're like yeah it's going to be like another thousand dollars and i was like uh no like that was going to be like out of pocket afterwards i was like uh no not no 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 no. and and then they're like oh well the machine that we're giving you has a learning feature on it so you can just use it for two weeks and then it'll figure out what the best pressure is for you and it'll just set itself and i was like what a joke wait what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm at nine and a half centimeters of water pressure. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But okay. like that's that's like the pressure that comes through my hose is nine point five. So I don't but I mean I guess it makes sense because you had pretty close to the same things done and one of you has apnea, one of you doesn't. So I guess it it can work. But whenever I did a sleep study, this was probably six or seven years ago. Yeah. And I did it in person. So I slept in this it was a, a doctor's office, and then you walk in this door to your room, and it's an examination room that's been made to look like a hotel room. It's got a little plant and an alarm clock and a TV on the wall and a bed and you know whatever. And I did it there, and they hooked me up to so many things. You probably had like the stuff on your head, like all over oh, your body. body. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's like, like intense shaving like... spots and sticking probes all over me and all over my. my yeah, it was it was intense. I had stuff taped to my fingers. It was ridiculous. Um, so I was curious if the at-home tests were anywhere near as, as good as in person. I mean, my doctor felt confident enough based on the home test. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, uh, I think it's a matter of preference on the doctor. I think some just, they, they, you're obviously going to get a better reading. The more data that you can collect and aggregate based on somebody's sleeping. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the better results you're going to have, but at the end of the day, if if an at a uh, if an at home study is going to tell them that I have seven to eight apneas, I probably have more than that. Yeah, but I have none of them now because they're getting all the data from my machine. And so I wonder I sleep if great. them telling you with your at home study that you did because if I remember correctly, and this was a long time ago. Yeah, but they said that you've ago. got some, but not enough to really affect you. I wonder if maybe you did. Is that right? Did they say that? No, they just said you don't have the diagnosis. At all, like so, they wouldn't cover whatever was next. Yeah. The mouthpiece, and then I'm actually convinced that that sleep apnea is a, a widely undiagnosed mm-hmm. issue in our society. Yeah, I especially agree. because we're you know I'll be the first to admit being overweight has contributed to my uh, sleep apnea. Yeah, right. Well, I'm sure and I'm so, there too. I I feel like I I just need to go do it and get get checked out again. Yeah. Like with an in person in office. study i'd recommend it it. i mean i i i had never felt better than i did after i started using the cpap in fact even using testosterone for probably six months at the time i the reason that i had the sleep study done is because i kept complaining to kevin apple using this tea and i still don't feel good you know yeah and then the cpap made a world of difference i wonder how many people in the group say that they've been on testosterone for a while and they're not getting the effects that they expect 
And it's because of that. Somebody actually posted in the group, I think yesterday about that. And it was like, oh, I think you might have even responded. Like, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of people that are on testosterone that, mm-hmm. that use it. Exacer- t- uh, TRT exacerbates existing sleep apnea. So if, you, if you've got it a little bit or, and then you start TRT, it's yeah. going to get worse. But it's a it's a world of difference, and you know at this point I've had the same machine. It was expensive up front. Mine was like seven eight hundred bucks. Yeah, but I've had the same machine since. Is that out of pocket? Was insurance cover things? So I was in a really really unique situation. So at the end of two thousand nineteen, although I had hit my deductible, so like I got all my office visits and tests and all that stuff covered. I didn't get my machine covered because the way the insurance works is like they'll. Uh, They'll cover it over the subsequent months, and then eventually it's your machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't do that because I was uh, at the end of 2019. The company I work for was switching insurance providers, so I had to cover my machine. Um, but the nice thing is, I'm not like I'm not. You know, I use my machine religiously. Like I, there might be once or twice in a month that I'm just like dead tired and fall asleep on the bed and I wake up the next morning. It's like, Oh, I forgot to wear my mask. Um, but like, I know a lot of people it's like they get it and then they absolutely hate the thing. And they're like, I just, I hate wearing this. I feel claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, the insurance company is like, Hey, I'm not going to pay for this, you know, because you're not using it enough. Yeah. You know, because there's parameters when you're actually on the, and I don't have to worry about any of that. Like I did machine. that, the similar scenario. I, I did the test the year that um, that Amber gave birth to Faye, so we had met our deductible. And then it was the same thing, only I was the guy that didn't use it, and they threatened to make me pay for it. Yeah. I started using it, and now, I, I mean, for... Well, you told me, uh, even before I got on mine, you were telling me about yours, and you're like, I don't even nap without it now. Yeah, yeah. If I take yeah. a nap, I'm using the CPAP. It oh, is, wow. It's a world of difference. And I, I did have to buy – so I've got – you probably use the nasal cushions or whatever. So I use uh, – Pillows. It's the Dreamwear. So my head's like it goes around my head like this. My hose connects on the top of my head, on the crown of my like head. snork. Do you remember the snorks? Yeah. Exactly like that. Like it even kind of sticks <laughs> off like that. Uh, and then it literally just it, – it, it's got like a little triangle cut in and it literally just rests up under my nose right there. Yeah, I can't do those. So that's what they tried to get me to use. I think so, everybody starts with yeah. the nose. Because it, what's the it's the best technology. It's the least inconvenient in theory. Yeah. But I don't like anything in my nose. It just felt funny. Do you wear a full face mask? So for years, for probably five years, I just used the one that covers your nose. Yeah. But anytime I would have a cold or allergies, I wasn't able to use it. So within the past year, I bought a full face mask. Which one are you using? I don't know. I have no idea what it is. But I bought that just to have, I bought it to switch entirely, but I don't like it at all. It doesn't, it doesn't well seal great. The beard. Yeah. And I get a lot of water. Like I would wake up to water dripping on my face with it, and I don't know how to adjust it properly. What machine do you have? Do you a have ResMed something 10, whatever? Yeah. It's six or seven years old. Yeah. Um, There's ways that you can go into the like clinician mode and you can adjust your, uh, like, do you have the heated hose or do you have mm-hmm. the, yeah. so you should be able to change the humidity. I can change the humidity without getting into the physician settings, but I can't, any amount of adjusting of the temperature or the humidity, I can't get it to stop. But there might, but I've been into the secret clinician settings yeah. before and I upped the pressure at one point. But either way, 
So I have the the full face mask to use if I'm unable to breathe the night before, but I also recently bought a smaller nose. I mean, it just barely fits over the tip of my nose. Yeah. And it works a lot better. And it seals really well. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I um so there's a website, it's cheapcpapsupplies.com. And there's a guy that had a YouTube channel and uh he put out like a coupon code and I still go there and save like 17% on like I bought like a whole different so the mask that I got uh it's like the F35 it's like a hybrid like it it just it sits under your nose like this but it's a full face and I really like the mask I just I didn't like how it sealed especially around my beard cuz it's like really thick through here yeah. so it just didn't huh. seal all that great and so I'd like it kept waking me up because it'd like pull off of my face and it would whistle a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I know I'm talking into a microphone and then covering my <laughs> covering my mouth. So this is just gonna be quality audio for the have, for, have you mastered um the ability to speak while wearing your CPAP yet? Oh god no. Yeah, it takes I a talk while. Both, I found both so, terrible. So if you've got a nose one on and you open your mouth, just a, a rush of air comes out of your mouth. And it sounds you, awful. But you you can close That's off sensation. Yeah, you can close off your trachea and you know still speak. You know what's interesting is um, when I first turn it on, I can have it to where it's not blowing in and I can talk. But then, like, I'll hit a certain syllable or a hurt, uh, I'll hit a certain, like, uh, letter or phrase or something, and it'll inadvertently open it. Yeah. And then I just sound like a moron. <laughs> it's so- I, I developed it probably took a couple of years, but I developed the ability to speak through it. And I can, I can drink water. I can chew gum. <laughs> I can speak with my CPAP on. I can also scare my daughter because you can open your mouth and make, like, a, I don't know, a weird gargling sound and it it's not you sound like a monster for sure because the air is coming out and oh, making yeah. noise. Yeah. I think the interesting thing for me is um the sleep that I get, it's it's so much better. Yeah, it is. Like and I I I swear I probably had sleep apnea when I was in high school because I just I remember just waking up like you know, and I, I'm sure I'm like every other kid in high school, you know, you'd go to bed at one or two o'clock in the morning and wake up at like 1130 or noon. Right. But it's like, I wouldn't want to get out of bed because I just, I always felt yeah. tired. Yep. And it, it begs the question, does low testosterone cause the sleep apnea or does the sleep apnea cause the low testosterone? There are studies that show that sleep apnea yeah. can cause low testosterone. Oh, I would, I would guarantee that, that there's a correlation for sure. Oh, sure. Ed. I, I would say that it's it probably is a primary or maybe not a primary cause, but it's it's a significant cause of being overweight. It's a significant cause of a lot of stuff. But even then, are you overweight because you had sleep apnea and your T is low, or did becoming overweight cause the low T and the sleep apnea? Um yeah, I don't know. I think that's a really interesting concept though. Right, because you could definitely argue from the position of if you're not getting REM sleep and you're not getting that deep reparative, uh, reparative. I don't even know if that's restorative. A word. Restorative. <laughs> thank you. If you're not getting that deep restorative sleep, what kind of damage is that doing to your body phys- yeah. physiologically? Um, so, so I think I think you could make an argument from from that platform, but I think somebody just as equally could say like, well. It, it's it's actually over here, right? It's yeah. it's not the so I don't know. I I think that's a really really interesting concept. 
Yep. That, that'd be really interesting to explore. I've never thought about it much because, you know, give me the tea, give me the CPAP. I don't really care. I feel good, you know? Yeah. But it's an interesting thing to, to think about. I, I, you know, I was talking to my mom about this and it's like, you know, where I'm at right now, I'm about 295 pounds. Um, and, uh, just being really, really transparent. I've lost 110 pounds. Nice. Um, so if you can do simple education, uh, math, that, that put me at 405 pounds. Hang on, I've got flashcards back here. <laughs> this doubles is Faye's schoolroom. Uh, 405 <laughs> pounds is, is like embarrassing for me to say that I ever weighed that. Um, but you know, being somebody that's 35 right now, like it's amazing how I feel right now. I feel better than I've ever felt throughout all of my thirties. And I have no reason to believe that going into my forties and fifties that I'm going to feel much different. Yeah. I mean, granted, like, you know, your joints and things like that are going to feel different. But then again, it's like one by losing the weight, what am I, how am I helping my hips, my knees, my ankles? Like, how am I, how am I benefiting those things? And then in general, I mean, like testosterone, like that's like with like repairing my body and just like recovering faster from, you know, just the physical activity that I'm doing. Like, I have no reason to believe that, you know, like it, sure, it's not the fountain of youth, but damn it, if it isn't the closest thing to it. Yeah. Right. We should try HGH. I'm in. <laughs> that's the fountain of youth. Dude, I give me a gym membership and I'll freaking. 1500 bucks a month. Oh, for the Whoa. gym membership or for the HGH? <laughs> the HGH. I'll do one month, and I'll split <laughs> up. I'll split up the payments uh, into smaller monthly payments. I'm actually pretty certain that once you stop using HGH, within days your body reverts back to the way it was before. I think it's something that it's it's like that damn chiropractor. You use it once, and you have to use it for the rest of your life. Sure, that's why Peyton Manning's head is huge. <laughs> this dude's still on it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT Community. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save